0: Hey, welcome everybody. Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. We have a real exciting and highly anticipated episode today. We are fortunate to have Scott Hilsey as a special guest on the show. And for those of you in dropshipping, you should know who he is. And if you don't, you're missing out big time. And you better listen to the very end of this episode. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, You better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips that you're going to learn in this episode is going to give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business and start rolling in the dough. Scott is a professional dropshipper and has mad skills in Facebook advertising. Over the past year, before my eyes, he's been blowing up, turning into an internet celebrity. Scott is the real deal and one of the most transparent professional drop shippers on the internet. He's on fire right now, and everyone is looking to get a piece of his time. So I'm happy to have him on the show today. And Scott, thanks for joining us, man.
1: How's it going? Oh, it's going good. I had to give you the, the first podcast I've ever done. Really? Uh, that's awesome, <laughs> had man. To. Hey, I appreciate that,
0: man. Uh, one for the Midwest for sure. How did it do on the intro? Is that okay?
1: Oh, absolutely! You hyped me up big time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was trying to do that. Was trying to do that. So, uh, actually, and it was pretty cool. I caught your last uh, YouTube video that that you put out there. How you went and did the uh, event? I would say, uh, you know, even that same, you know, quick quick story about about yourself. I'll I'll let you kind of tell your that quick story. And then we'll just kind of, we'll, we'll kind of take it from there. So if you, if you want to recap that, uh, you know, tell a little bit about your background journey into dropshipping, uh, and then we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and I'm going to, it's a long story, so I'm going to try to condense it down to this. I went to college for two years. I, I went to my first day of junior year and I knew something was off. So I dropped out. I thought I was going to go into real estate. Didn't really like that. I knew one thing. I wanted to move to LA and I didn't want anybody to ever telling me what to do the rest of my life. So I became a buster <laughs> at two restaurants, just grinding it out, lowest of the totem pole, everyone talking down to me, no one believing me. I slowly got out of there, moved to LA, got a car, became an Uber driver for four months. All this time, I'm like testing dropshipping. I'm like, okay, everyone's doing it some different way. I mean, and in the same way, I need to do it a different way. So yeah. then one night, I was like, all right, uh, how about one product dropshipping? ClickFunnels is hot right now. I just read The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I was like, how about if I just simplify this entire process and let's see what happens? Long story short, awesome. first of all, before I even continue, I want to make note, the story like what I'm about to say happened. I was I literally gave up like a two a couple of days before it would have happened three months earlier, because I did the exact same steps in July and I shut right. down the store and then I restarted it in October. And long story short, that one product store ended up scaling to two hundred and ten thousand dollars. And and Damn. In like tw- in tw- 12 months. So a th- uh, big lesson anyone listening can uh, learn from that is you can literally be on the cusp of a life-changing event. And if you give up, you're guaranteed to never hit that. So I was literally on the cusp. I did give up, but something in my brain, something kept telling me, there's something to that one product idea. There's something to that one product idea. So yeah. it ended up scaling like – Worked out super well, uh, and then it, this literally just, it lays the whole foundation for your brand. Instead of wasting tens of thousand of dollars on forming a brand, you literally spend barely any money scaling one product, get all the emails, get all the data, and you lay the foundation for the brand. And so uh, after I did that, like while I was doing this, like while I was scaling, I'm like, I wonder if this would work for anyone else. So I had like a test group, and in this test group, this guy Abe scaled his one product store is like a LED mask, like just a random LED mask to $174,000. And then he sold it for 40 grand and he could have sold it for more, but his data got messed up. And nowadays wow. he's doing like four or $5,000 a day. Um, it's just been insane with, cause I've been focusing a lot on teaching people this and the numbers are just crazy. Like member wise and what they're, and the output they're putting out uh, just because this is such an attractive idea in my opinion of, Instead of wasting your time on building a store for hours that might not even work, you can build, launch, and literally create everything from your store to your Facebook page and ad in like five hours. So, yeah, I mean that's basically where it's gone. I throughout this journey over, I'm at twenty. Happen over what? Like the past past year year. and a half? Yeah, literally. A year and a half a year and a half ago today I was a busser at two restaurants and then about a year and a quarter ago I was uh, an Uber driver and now fast forward to de- to today I have over twenty eight hundred members in my in my simplified dropshipping course and I'm teaching all of them I've scaled two stores to six figures and I'm actually launching three businesses this month all while traveling to Maine Los Angeles. Uh, and where else am I going? Um, I'm blanking oh Toronto uh, God awesome, man
0: man I am yeah that is yeah success story right before our eyes and and that's what's been so great I think I, I uh, kind of stumbled upon you maybe after that Oberlo uh, videos when when I at, at the point of the journey where I caught you and I just thought that that was awesome and then listening to what you were talking about. <laughs> Um, you know, even part of what I've been doing, I've been in like the tech industry for, for 20 years since the dot-com boom, wow. more tech, but even proven out, like I did drop shipping back then before Shopify and before, I mean, I had to develop my own e-commerce, uh, you know, you know, code it and develop it and wow. um, actually automated the whole process. I was drop shipping, uh, cigars. I was drop, and that was before, <laughs> There was like, you know, legal regulations about selling tobacco products over the internet. So that's how far back I go. Um, But I did it for the purpose of proving that it works. Um, I still had a a tech company consulting and doing a lot of things like that. What Um, year was this? I wish I, I, this was back in like... The late '90s, early 2000s. Oh my gosh, you're
1: way ahead of everyone. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's been around since then. So, I mean, I tell the story. Like, even if you know the story of Zappos and Tony Shea, I mean, they started that business with drop shipping. And really. And I'm telling that story. Yeah, if you read that book, uh, "Delivering Happiness," um, really good book. Uh, it goes even deeper uh, about you know corporate culture, how they started, but. Um, yeah they, they they proved out the concept of selling shoes online with drop shipping and most people don't even really you know catch that i'm just like and now they got acquired by amazon for one point what was it two billion dollars and uh yeah so it's it just awesome story but uh no this was great you know one of the things that, that that you touched on and i was curious about that which was what uh what was the story behind like deciding to teach the drop shipping. So once he's, once you caught on to like, you know, holy shit, this is working. Uh, what was that moment to like, you know, I need to start teaching
1: others about this. So what's, and I have, I have a couple of good stories actually surrounding this. So, um, when I first start I was at like 40,000, I think in my first two months and uh, there's, I was like using e groups cause I'm a hundred percent self-taught. I am 100 percent self taught i do not even like watching other YouTubers, like YouTube videos really too much <laughs> just cause I don't wow. want that influence. I like, I like finding my own style, my own path and like yeah, just and testing goes, different man. things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's another key to what stands me out. But in specific to teaching other people, I originally literally just made eight unedited videos. I just recorded my screen and put them in a Facebook group and just reached out to people on like e-commerce Facebook groups and stuff. And to say like, Hey, if I have this new tactic, if you want to try it, it's completely free. And so I got a lot of people in there. And it's funny because when I sent that message to a lot of people, people were messaging me back saying like, Oh, that's a scam. It'll never work. And like all this (laughs) stuff. And then it kind of became, it came to a point where I was like, okay, now I just want to do it to prove all these people wrong who have no (laughs) idea what they're talking about. So yeah. I, that's when like so that Abe was in, motivation.
0: what was that? <laughs> that so had motivation, big right? time
1: because nobody tells me what's, what to do, what's possible or not. And I surely always try to do the opposite whenever that happens. Uh-huh. And uh, Abe, that guy I was talking to you from Vancouver, he was in it. And once I saw that he, like he had, he's dabbled in e-commerce a little bit before. He said he made like a couple hundred, but in the first 12 days of him getting in like those unedited eight videos, which were so rough, he did uh, fifteen, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars in his first week and a half, and I was like, okay, now Damn there's man. something to this, and yeah. and a lot of people actually don't know this story. So I released it. It used to be called Simplified Shopify. I released it. Um, the day before i moved back to california in april i only stayed for a month um but the i was like okay i need to do this launches so literally the day before i moved to california i woke up at 9am i pumped out the last 5 videos and then i built the entire site top to bottom with inter- integrated the videos and everything uh, within like 12 hours and it's been like the everything that you see on my site is literally the same, except for the new videos from of course. The 12 hours of knocking it out. Wow. wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and so um,
0: professional looking, like I'm glad that you saved that template and making use out of it. Um, uh, because yeah, I mean, I following your, you know, what you taught through the course, you know, I, I followed the same thing and launched the same thing and it works. I mean, uh, uh, which is awesome. So that came from like that, you know, buckling down and putting 12 hours and boom, it's launched.
1: Oh yeah. Like I've learned you, you get the best productivity when it has to be done. At least for me, if I know it has (laughs) to be done, like I'm, I wasn't about to move to California and then worry about like making the last of the videos or buildings. I know it would take weeks to do that, especially since I just got there, but so I knew I needed how to do that. And then the funny thing is when I got, when I got um, invited over by Ty Lopez for his like top 300 dinner or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I met, I met, uh, one of my mentors there and then his met, he met, introduced me to his mentor and this guy's worth tens of millions of dollars. And he was interested in taking my concept, my one product concept into, uh, a, uh, a certain country's industry because, uh, it's where Amazon tried and failed. So we're going to try it with this cause he has certain connections. And wow. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm actually working on like, you know, spreading this course to see if it really works on a large scale. And he told me that I shouldn't do that, and I should just keep the concept to myself. And then he really pushed me to do that, and I thank God I decided not to because at this point I had like third, uh, I had like I think a hundred or two hundred people in it and now it's scaled to 2,800 and literally lives are being changed right in front of me. And it's so yeah. weird to see it because I was literally just a buster a year and a half ago. Yeah. And now every single day I'm getting messages saying I changed their life and they're doing yeah. 4,000 a day. It's, oh my God, it's mind blowing. And what
0: is that feeling like? So going from, cause he, like, and, and it's really awesome because, and, and you're so transparent. I mean, you're, you're sharing, you know, good part of it on, on YouTube and, and watching it, uh, I'm just like, man, this is so freaking awesome. And, you know, you're experiencing it, uh, like at this point, like, what does that feel like where before you just found out that it worked for you? And then now all of a sudden you're teaching others and now it's like, holy shit, you're getting hundreds or thousands of people, you know, telling you that, uh, you're changing their life and, you know, basically now becoming an internet celebrity. What does that huh. feel like? Or what do you, yeah. What's running
1: through your head there? It, uh, the the best way I can describe it is it feels right. It feels exactly it like... Feels right. <laughs> it feels right. It feels like what I'm doing right now feels exactly what exactly, I'm yeah. supposed to be doing. Man. And, uh, when, when I talked on that panel over the weekend at the Penthouse Mastermind, like um, one of the main actors, one of the lead actors from Pirates of the Caribbean was speaking like on the right side of me. And he was telling me that... Um, he had growing up, he had these intense visions all the time, like where he'd have a dream and then it would come true. And whenever that stuff happened to him, he knew that he would, had to follow that or follow whatever that that sign was. And that same thing happened to me. Like when I was driving Uber, I gave up dropshipping. That's why I want everyone listening to this to understand. I literally gave up. And I if I would have given up, I wouldn't be here talking with Brian right now. I wouldn't be scaling all these stores. I wouldn't have had I wouldn't be living where I am. I wouldn't have nearly the success I would have. Obviously, if I yeah. literally, I was like a couple days away. I, I had a couple sales and then I was ignorant to the fact that I didn't know Facebook ads too well. So I just kept pumping money into the engagement ad, okay. started losing money. And then I got scared. I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll just close the store. And then boom, launched it three months later. And it's been history ever since. Man, that is so awesome, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. And you know what I was even thinking about because, um, you also have like a lot of like young audience. Like I told you, you can pretty much gauge how, how old I am. by going 20 years back in tech. And, uh, but my kids are now, uh, one son is a freshman in high school and he loves what you're doing. Uh, and awesome. they've been an eighth grader and, and, uh, and I've been getting them, you know, teaching them business and getting them started. And they really like, and I even asked them, I was like, you know, okay, what questions do you have for Scott? and, uh, they had like two things. One, and their friends. So their friends are like, uh, I think they were like, you know, all their high school friends following me and then following you, and then, um, they were like, one, they wanted to know what your motivation was, and then two, uh, how can they start drop shipping, uh, even though like they're under eighteen.
1: Okay, well, I would say my number one motivation is uh, the situation I was in two years ago. I rather not to get, get to, well, basically the situation I've been in my whole life. That's what I was working away from. And I finally got away from it. And another big motivation definitely was the fact I never wanted one person ever telling me what to do again, being a buster for, since I was 16, I, I was getting talked down to my whole life. Um, especially when I dropped out of college, you know, family, friends, everyone was talking down because they thought I was, was like terrible. lesser. Yeah. They thought I was less, than uh, them just because they were pursuing a degree that they didn't even know what they were doing with. So my main motivation was like, and when I dropped out of college, I had friends who were supposed to be like my lifelong friends, telling me like, "Oh, you're gonna end up homeless. Like you're for sure gonna fail." Like when I got into digital marketing, my parents were telling me like, "It's a scam. Don't even try. Go back to college. Like there's no way you can be successful in it." So it was like, top. as I was, as I was going through, it was like, okay, now it was just like I was talking at the beginning. Now it's time to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. And that's my, that's definitely my motivation. And in terms of, um, in terms of underage dropshipping, I know a lot of people like Tanner Plains, this guy, he made his first yeah. six figure business at 16. And basically you have to get permission from your parents or ideally your parents, or at least someone 18 or older, and you got to use like their PayPal account and their bank account. And a lot of people might not be okay with that, but you just got to, find those people because you're going to have to do all the work under their name until you're 18. And unfortunately that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: that's the advice I've been given to, um, so my friends that, that are, or my son's friends, I've been wanting to get started and I was like, you know, yeah, I can. And I said, we'll have them talk to their parents. And, uh, I said, treat it like a family business. So now literally, and I've been, and I can't remember if you caught, it. I think I messaged a couple of times in your, in the Facebook group, like, you Know it's our family business. We got, I got, you know, my wife, uh, the boys, and they're all like excited. And you know, a lot of times we're talking about what product sales are selling and oh, yeah. uh, the inquiries. And it's just like, man, it's a cool little family business. And, um, uh, you know, everyone has like their own little venture that they're getting excited about. So, uh, hopefully people can, uh, catch on to that and realize that, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool thing and it works right i mean some people you know they just kind of assume that it's a, a scam and get rich quick kind of thing like would you describe it as such like this is some get rich quick or uh
1: no so the way i describe it is first of all anyone who thinks dropshipping is an ML, uh mlm is def definitely has no idea what an mlm <laughs> aka pyramid scheme is like i'm the, like I, like you don't push products to other people and get your friends to buy or anything. Like literally it's, you go out and find your own product from a a third party supplier and all that. And a lot of people, like, if you think it's a get rich quick scheme, you should definitely not be drop shipping because most people who are attracted to the get rich quick schemes are the people who like to give up easily. And this is not for anyone who gives up easily. I can tell you that for sure. Like, definitely, definitely not. And you can see for me. If you do give up easily, you got to think, okay, I don't, I personally don't give up easily, but I gave up and luckily I did come back and I I keep coming back to this because it's so important that I wouldn't be here talking if I didn't go back and just keep on trying and it worked. It worked.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that is so awesome. (laughs) The other thing we uh, wanted to talk about is like your YouTube journey, because I think that in itself uh, is a really awesome story too, in addition to what you're doing in, in drop shipping. So like the number one question is like, how long are you supposed to hold your breath while lifting heavy weights? Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. So that was just a that was just a joke <laughs> I did in my video where I was like, Yeah, if you're lifting weights, you gotta hold your breath the entire time and like, oh my god, these comments! I can't believe the backlash I got from that one comment. Like, obviously, this is a satire section of this video. Uh-huh. You're not supposed to hold your breath the whole time when you're lifting <laughs> weights. But a lot of people, and then guess, this is the best part. There are people in the in the comment section arguing for my side. Like, no, no, look it up. It's very beneficial. Uh, like this one famous bodybuilder body used to do it all the time. I'm like, no, do not actually give the people this advice. <laughs>
0: oh that was great yeah i mean yeah i sort of watched some of those comments that were coming through and i was like oh my god this is great um (laughs) but that video would you say that that was like the turning point because i i've even noticed like other uh youtubers that you know now have like a you know huge uh subscriber base but and when they think back when they reflect and they think back like you know you know, they sort of described, there's that one video that just all of a sudden, you know, boom, got people's attention and then things just started taking off. And, uh, uh would you say that, uh, that one video is like the day in the life was a turning oh, point definitely, there?
1: Definitely. When, when I was coming into it, I knew it was the same thing with dropshipping. You can't be like everybody else because everybody you're going to, you're just going to blend in. So, what I realized on YouTube, like you were saying, if you look at most YouTubers, especially in the dropshipping niche, um, you can find that it's a handful of videos that got them all the attention. Like, for example, my and it can be random. My friend Elixir, he's not in, he's in the dropshipping, but he don't has, doesn't have a dropshipping channel. This kid's only fifteen, and he has one hundred and twenty thousand subscribers. But it all started when he was, I think, twelve or thirteen, and he made a like a how to make your fidget spinner video go faster, and that video ended up getting like. 700,000 views. So wow. that's when he could take the reins of the horn and now he's got the attention. So wow. my recommendation is you got to find, you got to okay. think of YouTube videos that haven't been made yet so that you can control that whole market. Um, And that's what I did. I'd noticed there was, there was a few like videos called the day in the life of a dropshipper, but it was just literally someone in front of a camera talking about what they do in a day. I wanted to do it more in like a vlog style. So right. It was funny. I was sitting, I was editing the video and my friend Caleb came over and I was like, yeah, Caleb, do you mind if I use uh, your music for this? Like, I guarantee this video is going to be like at least a hundred thousand views by the summer. And little <laughs> did I know, it was a hundred thousand views in three weeks. <laughs>
0: oh wow, man! Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and even the the songs in there is that Joseph X.
1: That's Caleb. Joseph or, X. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's my friend Joseph. <laughs> X. Yeah,
0: that lemon lime song. I really like that. That one. Uh, and the funny thing, was, I remember back then it was hard to find, and thankfully, like the podcast I do host on SoundCloud, uh, so then when I I looked, at, I was like, okay, all his stuff's on SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, he was saying that he's looking to, to uh, eventually get it into uh, Spotify, right? Trying to move
1: uh, yeah. over there. Yeah, he actually he just he just signed up for it, and he's in the process of doing it now because he didn't have his own studio equipment until recently, so like got to rely on other people who are like more recording for themselves. So now it's like he is his master of his own domain, and he's putting out like a that's song awesome. every week or every other week. Oh man, he met, that's he's awesome. really talented, really talented, and such a unique sound.
0: Yeah, because I played, I think I played one or two of them for you know I was probably like in the car with with my son, and you know they're. They're listening to all the you know the latest songs and then they heard that and they were like, you know, yeah, I like it. You know, who's I was like, well, you're not gonna find on Spotify yet. And uh, Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's on that. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. That's an awesome story. And uh and I think it was great that you uh put in your videos and you know, it's giving him the exposure. But I mean, it's great. I, the quality of it is just uh, I like it a lot. Uh that's that's really good stuff. definitely. Um Yeah. So let's see more about YouTube. Yeah. I'd say the, yeah. The other thing about that stood out to me, uh, in your YouTube journey was, uh, the rants, uh, that, that you put out there. (laughs) That shit is funny. And, uh, you, yeah, you had my, uh, you know, you had us rolling and, um, but I also see the passion behind it and, you know, kind of like what you already hinted, you know, at the beginning of this, uh, episode that, uh, you know, people, you know, saying those things and it just kind of hits, that's kind of like the passion behind it.
1: Um, mm-hmm. What would you say say to that all about the rants? Yeah, I like the the rants a lot. And it's funny <laughs> because that started with the dropshipping cons video when I didn't even mean to go on a rant. I was just in one of those moods because I had I, like that day, I think like two or three people from like, I haven't talked to him like a year ago where like hitting me up. And um, that's where <laughs> Now apparently it's like a, one of my uh I don't even know what what it's called. Like one of the things I'm known by is like the how we live in bro te- a message. I don't know if you're uh, familiar okay. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this one kid in Los Angeles. Well he he's from St. Louis and we both grew up in the same spot. We're supposed to live together and everything, but he ended up backing he it's <laughs> he ended up backing up because he said I didn't have enough money. And this is when I was I was an Uber. I mean this is when I was a um, a buster, he was like, "I have ten thousand dollars saved up, bro. How much do you got?" and stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, "He's like that Uber thing can easily fall through, and I'm not about to start paying rent for both of us." It's like, "Oh my god!" Like this guy's going out there to flip clothing and become a rapper. This is my my plan is way more sustainable than that. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> I like I had no friends in LA. Like I didn't know anyone. I hit this guy up like seven, eight, nine times still to try to hang out, and he's always making excuses, being like. Oh, I can't bro. I'm in a creative mindset or, or I need to lock down. So like for four months, he kept pushing me off. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny, you can look at the text messages. I like hit him up twice to hang out, both no responses. And then a year later that day I made that video, he's like, how we living bro? <laughs> like a, a year, a year later, it's like, absolutely not. You are not like trying to get in my life at this point. Like you had your chance. Like, uh-huh. Hell no. Oh man, that was great. Yeah. it's the how we live in bro types of people (laughs) that got me uh got Got me me on the land yeah
0: (laughs) no that's awesome and 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 that's been the cool thing about your journey because like as you've been going going through this over the past year year and a half and and then you've been sharing you know that experience at almost like near real time and it's just coming across and I think um you know that comes across so real. I mean, you know, on the Internet, there's so many fakes and all this kind of stuff out there. Uh, people don't know what to believe. It's just like, I mean, yeah, this, this comes across so real and it's kind of like a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. And I think that's why you're blowing up so big. Um, it's awesome stuff, man. Yeah, congrats with that.
1: Yeah, that... Um,
0: the other thing, so maybe we can uh, shift into like, let's, for the audience, let's talk about uh, some of the course uh, strategies related to drop shipping. So, like with that, uh, with the one product uh, strategy that, that you have, you know, this is really awesome. And, and, uh, and listening to, it, I mean, it totally falls in line. Like, I did a lot of, you know, study since back in the day related to like direct response marketing, guerrilla marketing tactics, and there's mm-hmm. even a book I think it's by Mark Joiner that that talks about. It. And he had an example like, you know, and this was for marketing ads, but it's it's similar where it was like an example of like a catalog of watches, and there was a watch ad that had just like, you know, maybe 20 uh, watches on on a catalog ad. And uh, and he was saying, well, no, you got to use, you know, this guerrilla marketing tag. Just take one watch and really highlight the hell out of that one watch about the benefits and how Absolutely. it's you know going to do this for the customer. And uh, and then the example is just like, you know, the the sales, uh, you know, was just kind of like, you know, 10, 10 X, you know, the single product ad was doing 10 times or more. Uh, than, you know, having this multi-catalog thing. And I think it's the same thing that's crazy. in drop shipping. You know, you got people trying to put a catalog of products out there like their Amazon. Um, but if people wanted to browse a catalog, they'll just go to Amazon, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like Am- Amazon basically has the stronghold on the catalog sales. Like, and um, in terms of drop dropshipping, uh, that's basically what I saw. I mean, I don't want to compete with Amazon. I want to compete with eBay. I want to have my own little thing. So... And one thing you got to understand in drop shipping is you should definitely not cross examine with Amazon. You should definitely not cross examine with eBay because the the one iPhone case I sold, it was $3 less on Amazon and it was actually $10 less on eBay. And, but guess what? Those two, like people shopping on eBay, people shopping on Amazon. That's not who I'm marketing to. I'm marketing to people on Facebook. So my only competition that I'm, That my only, what I consider Mm -hmm. competition are the people on Facebook. So that's one thing that can be misunderstood. Like that's a common question. Like I get common questions a lot. And one is like, why would they buy from you when they could just go on Amazon? That's one. Or like, why would they buy from you when they can just go on eBay? Or why would they buy from you when they can just go on AliExpress? Well, at the end of the day, they did buy from me 19,000 times. (laughs) And it's because of the one product format you're putting them in. It's a freedom funnel. They click the ad they see they see something unique they like, so they click your website, the website's one page and they click they like scroll down just a little and there's the mm-hmm. buy button. It's only ten dollars or three dollars shipping. They just like, oh, I want it now, so click buy like you don't want to give them any time to do other research. you want to just like lead them with the buy right off the yeah. bat as soon as possible.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I mean that was the other thing that I noticed about your strategy, which I think was awesome is just kind of like leveraging uh you know the viral ad um and and like you said i mean a lot a big part of the sales i mean it's not like they were just in the moment actively you know typing in words to search for that specific product they were just you know on facebook and all of a sudden this ad got their attention and all of a sudden in the moment they decided that hey i want to check that out and then they get to your site and then pull the trigger as opposed to, I mean, they're not, you know, you know, typing in, you know, search words for, for that particular product and, you know, going to eBay or other sites. Uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's just like really awesome about the, um, anything to share about like the viral, like the viral ad thing. Like, what were your thoughts behind that? Like,
1: yeah, so the average uh human attention span right now is I think two point five seconds. Some people are saying point five seconds, but I honestly don't think it's that low. <laughs> so you gotta and that's what actually Facebook measures you on an engagement. Like a three second watch is considered engaging. Uh-huh. So in those first three seconds you have to have something that will really interest them, not like start your video with like a, a text question or something stupid like that. You have to have something that's going to grab people's attention in the first three seconds. And then the following minute or two should be all very entertaining to keep them there. And that's really important for retargeting because with Facebook ads, you can actually target people who watch like 95% of your video, 75% or 50% or three seconds and things like that. So the more uh, exposure you get, the more views you get, the, uh, the the more you can hone down on your target audience. Yeah. Oh man, that's great! And even to to pivot into that, I think that was the second uh,
0: core strategy. Like the thing that you really hit home on was that Facebook ad strategy. And uh, my understand that the breakdown is going from like the engagement to the ad to cards, to conversions to the Facebook lookalike. Um, can Can you for the audience? Can you kind of ex- uh, kind of give a high level what that strategy is?
1: Most definitely. So you start with a P. A lot of people want to argue with this about me. No, you want to start with the PPE because the PPE is what gives you feedback, not what you get sales on. It's what's give you feedback on the ads, see if it's good and it allows you to find what country it's engaging in the most so you can target that country. You really want to start with the big five Canada, United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and New Zealand, and then uh, let the engagement ad decide which one is that. And then depending on how many add to carts you have, you'll either go to add to cart or link click. And then say so you go to link, click, then you wait until you have about 20, 30 added cards a week. And then you can launch your ATC. And then once you have 20 to 30 purchases a week, you can then launch your purchase ad. And purchase ads the end zone. Like you guys want to think of it as like a football game. The kickoff is the PPE. The end zone is purchase lookalike audiences. And the reason I strongly, strongly emphasize lookalike audiences in all my business, guys, I, I haven't really used anything besides lookalike audiences in close to a year now. Definitely a year on the... Uh, iPhone case store. So the reason that is, when you're launching a Facebook ad, you are like using your own brain and you're like targeting what interests you think will be good. Well, once you get a certain amount of data, you can actually let Facebook's brain do the marketing for you with look like audiences. You just have to reach a certain criteria. So I didn't. I'm not going to pretend that I'm smarter than all Facebook's <laughs> entire brain. Like they know exactly the behaviors, the interests of each individual person. They can spit out a certain number of people that look at most like the amount of people you gave it. So the more people, so basically the more people you give it, the more accurate your lookalike audiences, which gets you more sales, more data, and then you can remake the lookalike audience. And now you have a whole new, more accurate look lookalike audience, which is going to give you more sales, more data. And then that can be used to make a better lookalike audience. And then it just builds like that. So that's what I just like understood that from the very beginning. Like once I got to that, I can be basically hands-free. Like I'm not gonna lie. It takes a long time to make Look like audiences. Sometimes I'm making like 150 look alike audiences and launching every single one because you know it'll pay off in the end, not not at first. But that's more horizontal scale, and that's way down the line. The way I like to format is like the the most cost and time efficient way possible of building a drop shipping business with the one product format, and then you continually scale and scale, and then once you get to a point where. It does take a couple hours a night to scale your Facebook ads. Then you can actually quit your other job and literally work like maybe one to three hours a, a day instead of you know nine yeah. hours a day. And you're gonna but you're gonna be making a lot more money. And you're gonna be a lot more yeah.
0: Happy. Oh, totally. I mean, that's the uh, rich dad poor dad cash flow model, and I keep trying to right. hit on that uh, uh, in the podcast. Uh, you know, first I tell them like, you know, hey, if you don't have a career, and I, I. Uh, because I'm in technology, I like an advocate. There's huge demand for tech people. So I'm like, you know, get a career, but that's earned income. I said, you need to start building streams of income with, and I call it building, you know, digital assets and drop shipping business being one of them. And, um, and yeah, I mean, the whole point of the cash flow game is start building up your passive income so it exceeds your earned income. And then you're out of the rat race. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I, I like to call it location neutral income automation. Uh, yeah. And it's do funny. Like that. Yeah. It's funny when, when I was a Uber driver, I was driving this guy to LAX and he was from Denver and I was telling him about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying like this one product format. Like I've made a couple sales. It's actually working pretty good. Um, but what I'm basically out here in LA for is I'm looking for location neutral income automation. And he's like, <laughs> what'd you say? And I was like, it's called, I called location neutral income automation. And he's like, Listen, man, I'm telling you right now, you want to stick with... I, he's like, I've been in the tech industry. He's just like, yeah, I've been in the tech industry 20, uh-huh. 30 years. He was more into oh, robotics okay. and they use Facebook ads for robotics. And he's like, you need to take that phrase and run with it. Because if I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw location neutral income automation, that phrase would make me stop in my track. Awesome. So he's like, just keep, just pursue that, man. You have something there for sure. Just keep pursuing that. And it he, does I guess make he was you right. Ache.
0: I think the first time I heard it from you... Yeah, I I had to think about it. Like I was like, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a oh, good yeah, word, the, man. That's the you modern day American mark, dream.
0: That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And you know what? On the topic of the Facebook ads, when you did that one video on uh, building your personal brand and that local fame thing, uh, share yeah. that story with the audience. Like uh, about that, that was really
1: cool. So, uh, I, I'm in Clayton, Missouri right now. It's like it's really, really cool. It's just like a mini downtown. Like the buildings are ma- like the buildings are massive, but it's only I'd say like nine square blocks. But it's perfect because you get a huge mix of massive landscapes and landscapes and greenery. And I'm in like the corner unit of my apartment, so I have like the 180 degree view. And then like you have you're in the middle of this downtown area, and then you're right next to this amazing park. I'm like, okay, this is the perfect place to live for a while, but this is the perfect testing ground for, for example, I don't, no one else does what I do. I'm the number one in Missouri for what I do for sure, especially in St. So Louis. So I was like, I wonder, I wonder if the, like the Facebook ad with um, the, the, the case and all my other stores works so well, literally one face, I, I forgot to cover that too. Like I scaled that iPhone case to $215,000 with literally just one Facebook ad and then I've also, you know, scaled the program to where it is with just one Facebook ad. And then my other dropshipping business, I scaled, it's um, five figures. I scaled that with one Facebook ad. Awesome. And then I became famous in my local city with just one Facebook ad. And the way I did it was I wore this um, very multicolored jacket. It's like um, the TV color bars, something that really stood out in the video. Yeah, yeah, And I was on the roof. I was on the roof with Clayton in the background. Like, it's very important you're in front of like um Uh, like a notable local landscape. And I was like, Hey everyone, my name is Scott Hilsey. I'm not here to sell you anything. I just want to introduce you. I'm new to the area. I've built two one product stores that both scaled six figures. And I just introduced myself in the first two minutes. And I was like, if you guys see me, just say like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or like, (laughs) Hey, or just like call my name or something. And I'll say, what up? And I wore that jacket. And now literally everywhere I go in the city, if I wear that jacket within 5 minutes of leaving I'll get recognized at least once like when I go out to, for breakfast people have bought my <laughs> breakfast for me before like I took this girl to uh, the steak dinner the other day I hadn't seen her in a couple of years and right when we walk out like the valet's like Scott Hilsey Scott Hilsey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. are you having that meetup soon? <laughs> yeah so they everywhere like people in my apartment complex are like you're the you're the Facebook kid like I, I I'm just very well known in my city and it was literally from like $400 into a Facebook ad. Like if you got it, if you think like 20 years ago, there's no way it would take thousands and thousands of dollars to even get close to that level. If you could, totally. if you could now, nowadays you could, you can manipulate the world around you with your computer, which is just so futuristic. It's yeah. unbelievable. And
0: people aren't thinking right now to take advantage of that. And, um, um, and the way you're thinking out of the box is just like, uh, just huge. and. Uh, Man, you're paving the way, man. That's awesome for sure. Yeah, appreciate it. No, this is great stuff for sure. And uh, you know, a couple of things. So I had a couple, like uh, even like technical questions uh, about dropshipping. Some some things that I think would be even helpful helpful for the audience. Um, I get a lot of questions about a bear low. Uh, people still don't even understand this. Of so like, what is a bear
1: and what is the drawback of like not using it? Oberlo is the app that ties Aliexpress to Shopify and it makes it so that when people give you your their information, it actually, with one click, transfers and fills out all their information on Aliexpress. If you don't have it, what you would actually have to do is you get an order on Shopify, you'd have to copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste every single part of their information onto Aliexpress, and then you actually have to find the product and then find the variant, even that, and then order it and then type in all their information and then send it, and then you know uh, copy or like send, manually send out an email saying like it's being processed, and then whenever the sh- it ships, you have to manually go and copy the tracking number. you got to send them an email. Basically, Oberlo does all that with one click, and it just synchronizes everything. If you're not using Oberlo, the only reason you shouldn't be using Oberlo is if you're getting like thousands of orders a day to the point where it makes more sense to just like download a CSV file and then uh, send that to your mm, supplier. Mm, OK.
0: No, that's a really good point. And yeah, I think
1: And luckily and I, I was able to go to Berlin. Uh, they invited me to Berlin, Germany, and I got to meet Thomas Sleemus, the founder, and he was telling me his stories about how he started Oberlo in like 2014. It was crazy. His first month dropshipping, he made half a million dollars. And then he found out his supplier was bullshit and it was just <laughs> some guy in a garage and he couldn't fulfill any of it. So then I've like a ton of stuff happened. He like then used like someone else's PayPal account to start fulfilling the orders. And then their PayPal account got shut down, and he just met a lot of, and that's when he like, there's got to be an easier way to do this, and that's why so he we created made it. Burla. Yeah, yeah, man, that's a great story.
0: Yeah.
1: How did? Oh, there, it was it was a three and a half hour dinner, so there's way more to the story oh, than yeah. that. That's just what I can remember. Off <laughs> yeah. the of my head. how did
0: how did the interview like happen? Did they like kind of, or did you get their attention because of the sales that were going through, and they're like, uh, like did they contact you? Yeah,
1: so everything really fell into place well like right when I started my youtube channel you can look back uh I think my first video was uh, a new journey uh, or something like that where I had like vlog like four vlog type videos that I didn't really feel like were like I didn't have attachment to it so I put those on private and then I made a new journey where I was like yeah I'm just basically now gonna focus on like making a e-commerce YouTube channel and then right after I made that I was still living at my grandma's you can look at the YouTube <laughs> videos like in that dark room, I was in my grandma's house. And then literally like two weeks after that, within within a two or three days of each other, if not the same day, I can't remember, Ty Lopez reached out um, and he saw my post and I'm like, I literally just bought this Lexus IS250 <laughs> with one iPhone case. The internet's crazy. Reached out. They confirmed my bank details and then uh, flew me out to LA to meet him and, go, and then on the second day to do, do this other event and stuff. And so literally right after that, a day or two later, Oberlo messaged me and they're like, we were just going through our top stores and we and your name, the name of your store caught our eye one deal at a time. So we clicked and we absolutely love how it's one product. We were wondering if we could email, um, interview you uh, for an article. And that article ended up being the most clicked article of all their articles. And then when I flew out there to do the YouTube video, that YouTube video is their number one YouTube video of all the YouTube videos, except for the top three that they have. Those are just ads, so like I don't really consider those. It's just like um, what they directed a lot of uh, YouTube and Facebook yeah. ads to. But of uh, besides those, it's um, I'm number one of all. Which is <laughs> That's crazy. Awesome.
0: And that happened within like yeah. the same month.
1: <laughs> no, so same, same same week. week. It was like a Holy couple of days sh- of each other. What was going yeah. through your
0: mind at that time? Just like. Uh,
1: it, like it, like I told you before, it just all felt oh, right. right when like everything that everything that's happened has just felt so oh, right. Man, so right.
0: Man. Yeah, that's why I was relating to you. And uh, I can't remember if you caught those those messages because you're as you're trying to decide, should you move back to L.A.? And I'm like, man, you really remind me of Russell Brunson back in the day. So like I think me and Russell is about the same age and at the same time. Uh, You know, he was doing his potato gun. If you ever heard his potato gun story.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. (laughs) I did
0: uh, information product sales and I, um, you know, I have my own stories, but I I launched uh, something related to starting your own popcorn business and people just started buying it it as information products. And uh, but. Yeah, at that time I only did it to prove that it works. Russell kept focusing on it. Look where Russell is, and I just like holy right. shit. But you know, I'm looking at you, and I'm like, man, you really remind me of Russell. You know, the way he was back then, back in Boise, and you know, now look at him now. It's just, um, it's just a really awesome thing. So I'd say, you know, think about that, man. I mean, you can always travel anywhere, but. I'm just trying to keep you here in the Midwest to represent.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically where I'm at. I'm in St. Louis and that's, yeah, I'm number like, I, I, I yeah, the event of just going to LA this weekend taught me the lesson that I gained my confidence in St. Louis and then I get humbled in California and really uh, LA specifically because here I look around and people can't believe the numbers I pull in. People can't believe like... Even the apartment I'm at. People most people who come here have never even seen a place like this. I go to LA and it's just like I'm another person. And one of my mentors, Ryan, made the point where he was in Connecticut and they were at a top golf and this oh, Bentley man. pulled up. And when the Bentley pulled up, like twenty, thirty people swarmed it. And his his mentor, Walter, was like, Yeah, that's how you know we're not in LA anymore, because if we're in LA, like no one would even bat an eye. Like you yeah. see that all the time. So I'm gaining my confidence in St. Louis and then getting humbled in LA. So that that can keep me on the, like a really good mindset standpoint. Cause I know, I know how big, like I make that point in my YouTube videos all the time that I'm sure you've seen is like people, people will literally get cocky over making $10 million a year. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? There's people making like $10 billion a year and you're getting cocky over 10 million. And then is especially bad in St. Louis. People will think they're hot shit, biggest thing in the world, making a hundred and fifty thousand uh-huh. a year, or two hundred thousand yeah. a year, like, that, and that's why I like to start high. Even if you're making a million dollars a month, you're in the grand scheme of things, you're literally nothing compared to some of these guys at the top, like Jeff Bezos, or you know, yeah. just anyone uh, up in that space. You're not even yeah. close. But and they're not even cocky. That's the point I'm getting to. They're not even cocky. They're not acting the uh-huh. way you act, and it makes no sense why you would act that way when. There are so many people far, far more, way farther ahead of you, and they're not acting nearly no, as. No,
0: that's confident. awesome, man. And that level of of understanding and maturity that that you have, I think, uh, yeah, I can see that you're gonna have the longevity there. Uh, take this career a long way. I it. Yeah. yeah, you know that.
1: That's, I'm I'm planning on staying in this that's for awesome a while, stuff, man.
0: Uh yeah, let me see what else. You've been to LA quite a bit. What about coming to Chicago? What if we put together oh, yeah, a meetup to- event, drop shipping meetup event? We we host you. I, I could almost see at least hundred hundreds of people be there wanted to hear what you have to say oh, yeah. up in Chicago.
1: It's all it's all in the works. That's that's all in the works right now. I got uh like I said, I got three businesses to launch this month, and then uh, I gotta work on those and What I'm planning on doing eventually is I want to automate just everything, so I can actually go to like a lot of the cities. And um, this is actually something I was thinking about last night. What I really, what I'm really, 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 really interested in doing is taking one year and going and living in a different state every single year, and just basically um, having one of my first first mentors ever, Ben, uh, come with me, and I would just pay him by like you know paying for his food and paying for all Uh the home and board and everything just to be my cameraman and we'll literally go from state to state to state one week each, even like Alaska and Hawaii and do that for one full year. And then like, we, we leave every Monday, but every Sunday we have a meetup in every single state in the United States for one full year. I think that'd be the most, and I know that would just like, Snowball so quick because my story of like oh a state a week a state a week pe- more and more and more and more and more people will show up to these meetups even if it's not dropshipping related specifically that story is going to be so attractive oh, and I think that would be so fun to see it scale and just experience the entire yeah. United States. You'd be like uh, Gary V and who's his camera guide like D Rock
0: or something like that. <laughs> D Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, totally, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's, that would be great too. And actually, let's talk about your latest uh, business ventures. I want to get uh, some exposure out for that. So like the uh, Simplify Apparel, you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, so simplified apparel. I wasted twenty thousand dollars on Balenciaga, Da Vinci, and Gucci, and I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. So I sold most of it, and now what I'm doing is I'm designing my own clothing, my own brand, my own quality, and everything. So, and I feel way more prideful in that because that is my own creation, and I and the designs are just like really unique and really colorful and just out of this world. It's getting great feedback, so I'm launching that. I'm gonna do like, like I'm probably gonna do like test beta launches and stuff because I know nothing about like mark the clothing brand itself. So I'm probably going to, you know, do the one product technique for that, you know, just launch a a shirt and for like 24 hours or something. I haven't, I'm going to work on that soon. Uh, and then also I'm launching my, my multi-product store using my one product stores, data and email list, which is like 20,000 deep now in the iPhone case and accessories niche. So I'm launching that soon. Um, this month too. And then I'm also doing launching my mentorship program. And I was hesitant to do it at first, but I get so many messages every single day about my uh, be opening a private mentorship where like we get on live calls and we all do masterminds and things like that yeah. twice a week. So that's going to be launching hopefully next Sunday. Cause, and I'm probably going to limit it to about 20 people so that it's not too overwhelming. It can be yeah. intimate and and so on. So I'm excited about this. And the whole time I'm going to Toronto, Maine, and L.A. Like I gotta really buckle down and work while I'm doing oh, all that's this. That's awesome, man.
0: Yeah, keep it going, man. I'm totally uh, supportive of everything. And uh, uh, as I say keep blocking out the haters. I remember you even mentioned about that. Uh, we don't even need to talk about that. Uh, but Hell yeah, uh, yeah. I say just keep doing what you're doing because uh, <laughs> from everything that I saw over, you know. Past two decades, yeah, this uh, everything you're doing is like a breath of fresh air, uh, and what I could share with the audience, yeah, it's the real deal. I mean, um, I try to help direct people to you know try to avoid the fakes out there and and to try to you know stick with who's real. So yeah, that's why I've been you know big supporter of what you've been doing. Um, awesome stuff, man. Man, I appreciate your time here today. And being a guest on the show, hopefully uh, we can, uh, you know, follow up with you, you know, uh, down the road later in the year to to see how things are going. Uh, But uh, yeah, we'll stay in touch, man. Scott, I appreciate your time.
1: For sure. Before we close out, I just want to probably the most important thing I'll say in this entire podcast. One thing I can give to everybody, and I can't believe this isn't talked about more. Never, ever, ever take advice from anybody who's never done whatever it is you're trying to do. It's the most stupidest thing ever because you got to think about it like this. When I dropped out of college, people who hadn't even lived in California told me California's too expensive or there's weirdos. All people who've never even lived in LA, boom. If I would have listened to them, I would have never moved to California. Everyone was telling me to drop out. I was going to become a failure. I was going to you know, end up homeless and stuff like that. If I would have listened to them, I wouldn't have dropped out. I would be a completely different path. When I moved to LA, When I started drop shipping, everyone was like, "Oh, that's a scam! Um, It's never going to work. There's no way you can compete. It's too saturated." All people who have never done drop shipping or never been successful in drop shipping, boom! If I would have listened to them, I wouldn't have even gotten into drop shipping. Again, uh, if I would have listened to that uh, kid uh, and say Uber was volatile, I wouldn't have been an Uber driver out there. Would probably wouldn't would have been a buster if I. Would have listened to these people saying, the, "Oh, the one product format will never work. Your store will be dead in a month." People were actually saying that to me. Boom! I would have stopped at like twenty thousand dollars, and I wouldn't have scaled it ten x, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't have, uh, and if I would have listened to that one guy who said I should keep my tactics to myself wow. and not spread it, boom! He never launched a course before. I wouldn't have had over twenty eight hundred people that I'm teaching and changing lives, and all these lives wouldn't have been changed every single day. So, it literally. If you want to do anything in life, it doesn't matter if you're a singer or an actor or anything, you got to quit even asking for advice. Quit listening to your parents because unless your parents are like Jay-Z or something, I mean, if if, you're, if your parents did whatever you're trying to do, listen to them. But if your parents or your friends like have no idea what you're trying to do, there's zero point to ever listen to them or you're going to end up having the exact same path as them and not doing it. So quit listening to anyone who's never done it. Quit listening to anyone who says like, drop shipping is a scam when they haven't even drop shipped or they drop shipped and then they didn't get any sales if you really want to do something in life you have to just only listen only listen to the people who have done it and block out every single other person because that their opinion their advice none of it matters That's at all great 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 closing remarks awesome awesome advice yeah great stuff to take. yeah awesome scott
0: man thanks brother i appreciate it So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.